This is Canecast episode 51. Our Chief Investment Officer, Doug Foreman, provides a review of the second quarter of 2017 and an outlook for the rest of the year. This is our second quarter of 2017's market review, and once again we have the question of has Trump been dumped? In terms of first half performance, as we closed out the first half of the year, stocks continued their steady march forward. For example, U.S. large-cap equities, as measured by the S&P 500, advanced 9.34% year-to-date through June 30th. International stocks, as measured by the MSCI EFA index, were up 13.81%. And emerging market stocks were even stronger, as measured by the MSCI Emerging Market Index, up 18.43%. Growth stocks and large-cap stocks continued to outpace value and small-cap stocks in the first half of the year the exact opposite of what occurred in 2016. The Russell 1000 Growth Index was up 13.99% year-to-date versus the Russell 1000 Value Index, which was only up 4.66%. Small-cap stocks, as measured by the Russell 2000 Index, were up 4.99%, about half the return of the S&P 500 year-to-date. As usual, corporate earnings were a key factor driving stock market returns. First quarter 2017 results were up double-digit, and earnings per share growth is improving globally for the first time in many years. Bonds continue to perform well, with the Bloomberg Barclays U.S. Ag bond index up 2.27%. California municipal bonds advanced 3.64%. High-yield bonds, as measured by the Bank of America Merrill Lynch U.S. High-Yield Bond Index, returned 4.91%. And emerging market debt, as measured by the J.P. Morgan Emerging Market Bond Index Global, was up 6.2% for the first half of the year. Credit spreads continued to tighten overall in the second quarter. The 10-year Treasury yield actually fell from 2.44% at the start of the year to 2.3% as of June 30th. The 30-year Treasury also fell from 37 to 2.83% at the end of the quarter. The decline in longer-term rates occurred despite the fact that the U.S. Federal Reserve continued to raise short-term interest rates for the second time this year. Given that the yield curve has continued to flatten, we believe this will make any further short-term rate increases more difficult to achieve. Inflation is still below the Fed's long-term target which is having a positive impact on lower long-term interest rates. Since last fall's election, equity indexes have appeared very calm relative to history. However, underneath the broad stock indexes has been a lot of rotation and change in individual industries and stocks. A recent example of this has been Amazon's announced purchase of Whole Foods. Amazon has already disrupted many retailers' business models and now seems poised to potentially disrupt the traditional grocery business. Retail and grocery stock prices have been negatively impacted due to this threat. So despite the very calm macroeconomic and overall index performance, there continues to be significant disruption, innovation, and change at the industry and stock level. This is providing excellent opportunities for fundamentally based active stock pickers to add value. Many market participants have observed that much of this year's stock market return has been driven by a select few mega cap technology stocks. And while these stocks have certainly outperformed in the first half of this year, this focus fails to acknowledge that many of these mega-cap tech stocks performed poorly last year, particularly after President Trump's surprise election in November. This poor stock performance last year occurred despite the fact that many of these companies' cash flow and earnings grew very robustly last year. This concentration of returns among the top 10 megacaps doesn't appear to be too unusual by historical standards. We would argue that the strong first-half performance of these stocks simply reflects catch-up for their strong corporate performance that was not rewarded in 2016. 
What about the Trump effect? In looking at the data, the stock market doesn't believe that any of President Trump's agenda will be passed into law, as the sectors which have benefited the most last fall from his election have now all materially lagged the market this year. Energy, financials, materials, and many industrials have performed very poorly this year causing the value indices to lag the growth indices by a wide margin. Given the inability to pass any health care legislation thus far, investors are understandably skeptical about the ability to pass other meaningful legislation. The good news is that stocks are priced for no tax reform. Therefore, if tax reform ever does really occur, it could represent further upside for the stock market. A fair amount of merger and acquisition activity is being deferred in many industries as corporate boards await further clarity on the tax reform plans. What's the outlook for the second half? Well, even in a mediocre GDP outlook environment, corporate earnings should continue to look very solid over the next 6 to 12 months. As a result, stocks should continue to generate positive returns, although we may experience a correction along the way. Despite the yield curve flattening materially, it's still not inverted, and the Federal Reserve may feel less pressure to continue with another rate increase in the second half of the year. A meaningful increase in the price of crude oil or major progress by the Trump administration on tax reform and or an infrastructure bill could cause longer-term bond yields to rise over the next 6 to 12 months, and this would give the Fed a lot more wiggle room with respect to short-term interest rates than what they currently have available. But the key takeaway for clients in this environment is to remember to focus on the real longer-term objectives and not get caught up in the day-to-day vagaries of the stock market. Time can be our strongest ally in achieving our long-term positive return goals. As always, we will continue to focus on high-quality businesses that can perform well in both good and bad times that have sustainable competitive advantages. We thank you for your trust and confidence in managing your assets. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management. Kane Anderson Rudnick provides this communication as a manner of general information. The opinions stated herein are those of the speakers and not necessarily the opinions of Kane Anderson Rudnick or its affiliates. Portfolio managers at Kane Anderson Rednick make investment decisions in accordance with specific client guidelines and restrictions. As a result, client accounts may differ in strategy and composition from the information presented herein. Any facts and statistics quoted are from sources believed to be reliable, but they may be incomplete or condensed and we do not guarantee their accuracy. This communication is not an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security and is not a research report. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions.